Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Ram Golda, and today Masechus Rosh Hashanah Daf Yudaf, the first Barak Arba Rosh Hashanim. Masechus Rosh Hashanah has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chayyeb Bas Esther. This Daf analyzes the various malchukos between Rebbe Gaz and Rebbe Yeshua whether certain events happen in Tishrei or Nisan. So the three Daf's are going to focus on Amun. The Gemara brings up Brisa, in which Rebbe Gaz and Rebbe Yeshua give their sources. Rebbe Gaz says, from where do we know that the world was created in Tishrei? For it stated, And Hashem said, Let the land be covered with vegetation, herbage yielding seed, trees of fruit. Which month is it in which the land is filled with vegetation and the tree is laden with mature fruit? You must say that this is Tishrei. Rabbi Yeshu brings the Pasuk that states, They ate osapri and trees producing fruit. Which month is it in which the land brings forth vegetation and the trees bring forth fruit? You must say that this is Nisan. The Gemara explains what each Tana would say about the other Tana's Pasuk. The Gemara explains what each Tana would say about the other Tana's Drasha. Pointing to the Gemara now explains why each Tana holds that the Avos died in the month that they were born. For his state regarding Moshe, And he, referring to Moshe, said to them, I'm 120 years old today. Why does the Torah add the word today to teach? The Moshe meant to say the following, Hayom maluyamai shnosai. Today my days and years are full. This comes to teach the Kosh Baruch who sits and makes full the years of the Tzedekim from day to day and from month to month. That is, Kosh Baruch who ensures that the Tzedekim will die on the very day in which they were born. As it stated regarding Tzedekim, as mispa yamecho amale, the number of your days I will make full. And pointing me through, the Gemara brings another Malchokas between Rebbe Gaz and Yeshua, which is based on their Malchokas regarding which month the world was created. It was Bryce of the Pusik states, Noach, In the 600th year of Noach's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on this day all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heaven were opened. Rebbe Yeshua says that day was the 17th of Er, a day in which the muzzle of Kima normally sets during the daytime, and the subterranean fountains normally become depleted. But because the generation Shinu Masen altered their practices to deviate from the natural order, Kosh Baruch Hu altered upon them the works of creation. He brought the muzzle of Kima up during the daytime and took two stars from Kima, the heavy Mabu Olam, and he brought the Mabu to the world. Yeshua says that the Mabu was brought on the 17th of Marcheshvan, when Kima comes up during the day and the subterranean fountains become strengthened. Their dispute hinges on their Malchokas regarding creation. If the world was created in Tishrei, the Mabu began in Marcheshvan. And if it was created in Nisan, then the Mabu began in Iyar. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings a Bryson, which Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua give their sources. Rebbe says, Menayin Shebet Tishrei Nibro Olam. From where do we know that the world was created in Tishrei? For it stated, Yom Elkim Tadsha Arz Desha Eisav Mazriya Zera Eitz Pri. The Kosh Baruch Hu said, Let the land be covered with vegetation, herbage yielding seed, trees of fruit. Ezu Chodesh Arz Malaya Deshaim. The Elon Mali Peros. Heavy Omer Zetishrei. Which month is it in which the land is filled with vegetation, and the tree is laden with mature fruits, you must say, this is Tishrei. Rabbi Yeshu brings a puzzle that states, Ve'etz osapri, and trees producing fruit. Ezu chodesh ha'arz motziyah deshaim. Ve'ilan motziperz, which month is it, in which the land brings forth vegetation, and the trees bring forth fruit, you must say, this is Nisan. The Gemara explains what each tunnel would say about the other tunnel's drasha. Pointing to the Gemara now explains why each tunnel holds that the Avos died in the month that they were born. For it says, And he, referring to Moshe, said to them, I'm 120 years old today. Why does the Torah add the word today to teach? That Moshe meant to say the following, 
Today my days and years are full. This comes to teach you that Gosh Baruch who sits and makes full the years of the Siddiquim from day to day and from month to month. That is, Hashem ensures that the Siddiquim will die on the very day in which they were born. As it stated regarding Siddiquim, the number of your days I will make full. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings another Malchok, which is based on the Malchok regarding which month the world is created. It was taught in the Bryce of the Pasuk states, In the 600th year of Noach's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on this day, all the fountains of the great deep burst forth and the windows of the heaven were open. Yeshua says, that day was the 17th of Iyar, a day on which the muzzle of Kima normally sets during the daytime and the subterranean fountains normally become depleted. But because the generation Shinu Masen, they altered their practices to deviate from the natural order, Akash Baruch altered upon them the works of creation, and he brought the muzzle of Kima up during the daytime, and took two stars from Kima, Behavi Mabu Oam, and he brought the Mabu to the world. Rabbi Yeshua says that the Mabu was brought on the 17th of Marcheshvan, when Kima comes up during the day, and the subterranean fountains become strengthened. Their dispute hinges on their Malchokas regarding creation. If the world was created in Tishrei, the Mabu began in Marcheshvan. And if it was created in Nisan, then the Mabu began in Iyar. All right, so now we go to Simmer Daf Yudalf, and our standard Simon is stars, connected to the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So stars is the Simon. So here goes. The stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after Siddiquim that died on the same day they were born, knew a Mabu was coming when they noticed the muzzle Kima was coming up in the daytime and was missing two stars. Once again, it's slow motion. The stars, stars, that must be warned off, Yidalaf. The stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, which reminds us, we Malkokas when the world is created. Rabbi Yezu says, we know the world is created in Tishrei, for the Pusik states, eights pre, when the land is laden with fruits, which is Tishrei, whereas Rabbi Shua says, we know it's created in Nisan, for the another Pusik states, eights osapri, when the earth has trees producing fruit, which is Nisan. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after Tzaddikim that died on the same day they were born, which reminds us that we learned that each one of the holds the Abbas died in the month that they were born, for it's of Yomer Alem ben Yom. And he, Moshe, said to them, I'm 120 years old today. So why does the Torah add the word today? To teach them, Moshe meant to say the following, Hayom Maliyama Yushnosa. Today my days and years are full. This comes to teach you that Kosh Baruch who sits and makes full the years of Tzaddikim from day to day and from month to month. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after the Siddiquim that died on the same day they were born, knew a Mabu was coming when they noticed that Mazakim was coming up in the daytime and missing two stars. Which reminds us, the Malchokas regarding when the Mabu started is based upon the earlier Malchokas regarding when the world was created. The Pusik states that the Mabu began in the 600th year and Noah's life in the second month, on the 17th day of the month. Now, which month is the second month? According to Rebbe Lezer, since the world was created in Tishrei, the second month is Mar Cheshvan. And according to Rebbe Yeshua, who holds the world was created in Nisan, the second month is Iyar. Both agree that Akash Baruch who brought the muzzle Kima up at that time and took two stars from Kima and brought the Mabul to the world. So once again, the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit and that were named after Tzaddikim that died on the same day that they were born... Knew a Mabu was coming when they noticed the Mazel Kima was coming up in the daytime and was missing two stars. All right, now it's time for Forba Bat Chazara.
Dav Zayn. So the symbol Dav Zayn is a gun. So here goes. The gunslinger. Gunslinger. That must be on Dav Zayn. Clay Zayn. Gun. The gunslinger knocking out targets with suggestions for other Nissan Rosh Hashanahs, which reminds us, the Gore explains that the reason our town does not include months in the Mishnah is that he's discussing the ways in which the New Year is relevant to years, meaning to 12-month periods that have a lachic significance. He's not discussing ways in which it's relevant to months. He did not include Iburim because he's only discussing beginnings. He's not discussing culminations, such as the end of a period when the court may proclaim a leap year, and he didn't include the separation of Shkalim, since the Brites had taught that if one brought the funds from the old year, he fulfilled his chiv, and therefore the Tana could not state it as an absolute rule, but this implies it would invalidate the old Shkalim. Therefore he chose to omit this halach entirely. So the gunslinger knocking out targets with suggestions for other Nisan Rosh Hashanahs, who was thrilled when it was determined after Purim, that it was an Eber year, giving him a second Adar of rent. Which reminds me of a Machlux regarding until when can one add a leap year? Is it the entire month of Adar? Or only until Purim? The Gemara explains that the reason for limiting the adding of a leap year only until Purim is that since people learn the Lachos 30 days before Pesach, the people might come to be lax and observing the prohibition against Chametz. Rashi explains that people in the distant communities will have it fixed in their minds that Pesach is in 30 days and they'll not listen to the messengers that come who tell them that it's a month later. The more explains the other time would respond that people know that declaring a leap year depends on calculations, and the reason for the delay was that the rabbis didn't finish their calculations until this time. So the gunslinger knocking out targets with suggestions for other Nisan Rosh Hashanahs, who was thrilled when it was determined after Purim that it was an Eber year, giving him a second Adar of rent, shot up his lease in fury when he realized he signed it that it was for this year and expired the first of Nisan. Which reminds us that if one said that the period of the lease was for Lashana Zot this year, then even it was on the first of Adar when the lease was signed, Kevin Shigi Yom Echel Nisan also Lashana. As soon as the first day of Nisan arrives, a year has been completed. The Gemara explains that even according to the one who holds Yom Echel B'Shana Chashub Shana, one day of a year, is considered like an entire year, it's different here. Because a person doesn't bother to rent a house for less than 30 days. So the simmer Dav Ches is Chala. See, here goes. The special Chala, Chala, that must be more Dav Ches. The special Chala served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment. Which reminds us, we have three different Pshatim for what the meaning is, that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Shanim, for years. It's either for Shtaros, for Tukufo, seasons, or for Din. The Makor that it's for Din, for judgment, is from the Pasuk, Mereshi Zashana, Badaku Shana. The eyes of Hashem are on it, meaning Eretz Yisrael, from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. This means, Mereshi Shana Nidon, Mayyeba From the beginning of the year, judgment is issued regarding what will occur at the end. So, the special Chala served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment, was baked in the shape of a shofar in front of a covered moon, which reminds us, the Gemara continues and asks how we know that the Pasuk, Mereshi Zashana Ba'adach Rishana, is referring to Tishrei and answers, for it's written, Tika B'chosh Shofar, Bechesel Yom Chagenu, blow Shofar at the moon's renewal, when the moon is covered on our festive day. Now, on which Chag is the moon covered? You must say that this is Rosh Hashanah. For Rosh Hashanah is the only Chag that falls at the beginning of the month when the moon is hidden from view. And it's written in the next Pasuk, Ki Chok Yisrael Hu, Mishpat Elokei Yaakov. Because it's a statute for Yisrael, a judgment day until the God of Yaakov. We therefore see that Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment. So the special Chalas served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment was baked in the shape of a shofar in front of a covered moon and was presented on a platter inscribed Happy Start of Yovel Year to liberated servants wearing crowns on their head. 
which reminds us, the Mishnah stated that the first of Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Yovel, so the Yovel years. The Gemara asks how this can be, for the Rosh Hashanah for Yovel is on the tenth of Tishrei, which is Yom Kippur. The Torah therefore states, "Vikidash Mishnas Hachamishim, you shall sanctify the fiftieth year." Melamed Shemiskadeshes Vaholachis Mitchilaso. This teaches that the year becomes sanctified from its beginning, meaning from the first of Tishrei. From the first of Tishrei, it was forbidden to work the land, and while slaves could not yet return to their homes, they were not enslaved to their masters. Rather, they would eat, drink, and rejoice with crowns on their head. Daftes, so the simmer Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. Look at all the ladies who had a tea party. Tea party, that must be on Daftes, teapot. Look at all the ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah began to be Mosif Mechol Kodesh, which reminds us we have Mechol regarding the source for Mosif Mechol Kodesh. Rabbi Kiva learns it from Bukhar Shibakatir Tishbos, which he says applies to the Shemitah year. Since we already know that agricultural work cannot be done during Shemitah, Based on the Pasuk Sadachal of Sisra, he applies it to before and after Shviz, that one must desist even at the planning of the year before the seventh, whose benefit enters in the seventh, and that one must prescribe Kedusha Shviz to the reapings of the seventh year produce, whose growth continues into the year after the seventh. Rabbi Shmuel, who interprets this Pasuk as discussing Shabbos, learns the principle of Mosif Michal Kodesh from the Pasuk dealing with fasting on Yom Kippur. So the little old ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah year began to be Mosif Michal Kodesh, chattering that they overheard Yovel will begin even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners, which reminds us, we have a Malcolm's regarding the criteria for Yovel to take effect. Rabbi Yudah says, it will take effect even if the people do not abandon their fields to their ancestral owners and even if they do not sound the shofar, but will not take effect if they do not free their slaves. Rabbi Yossi says it will take effect even if people do not abandon their fields to their ancestral owners, nor free their slaves. It will not take effect if they do not sound the shofar. And two reasons are given. So the little old ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah began to be Mosif Michol al-Kodesh, chattering that they overheard Yobel begin, even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners, couldn't believe it when they heard that even people in Chutzlars were freeing their slaves. Which reminds us that the Chavim say that all three elements are essential for Yovel to take effect. The exclusionary term Yovel has come to teach that the laws of Yovel are in effect even outside of Eretz Yisrael and people must free their slaves. That is, if in Eretz Yisrael they are freeing their slaves. Daf Yud. So the Sum Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Batis. Minion. That must be more in Daf Yud. The minion of Batis who knew that all of fruit on a tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year, which reminds us that the source of the Orla and Revive prohibitions are extended into the fourth and fifth year, is that after saying that the fruit of a tree's first three years is Orla, the Pasuk states, Ubashana Haravis, and in the fourth year. And after presenting the fourth year's Revive prohibition, it states, Ubashana Hamishis, and in the fifth year. These connective phrases through the letter Vav connect the fourth year to Orla and the fifth year to Revive. So the minion of botanists who knew the Orla fruit on a tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah so that it would take hold and count as one year. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce regarding one who plants a tree or bends a vine into the ground or grafts a branch onto an existing tree in the year before Shemitah, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, when Rosh Hashanah arrives, is considered a full year with regard to Orla. The Gemara suggests that the Bryce which says that it must be a full 30 days before Rosh Hashanah in order to be considered a full year is not in accordance with Rimeir, who said Yom Echa B'Shanah that a single day in a year is legally regarded as a full year. After extensive analysis, the Gemara will conclude that the Brisa is in accordance with Rimer. And when the Torah states that the tree must be planted 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it's Laklita, discussing the period needed for the tree to take hold. So the minion of botanists who knew that oil of fruit on a tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year, planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah so that it would take hold and count as one year. 
right next to their shrubbery sculpture illustrating which historical events occurred in Nisan versus Tishrei. Which reminds me of the Malkus from Begaz Rabbi Yishu regarding which month the creation of the world took place in, as well as other historical events. Was it in Nisan or Tishrei? All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Muzich wishing you a great day and great learning.